and shit. My bones is creaking and shit. All is well. We What's on good, air? Anchor family? Chicken and champ, bam, bam. Oh, <laughs> it's Ao here. Phoenix the God, and that makes Onyx motherfucker. We out here, in here, out here, <laughs> out there. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> so today's segment, we talking about knowing your limits, and that's knowing your limits with everything. Please, Lord, everything. So we got energy on the brain. We got a couple of our drinking stories that we're about to tell. We oh, got a couple man. of weed stories. Got we got some of... dangerous Ooh. stories. And then we got some money stories. So knowing all your limits is very important. It's important for you to just know about what's going on in your life and how you can make sure that things are always balanced. Mm-hmm. Main thing, balance. Balance is so key to life, man. You can't be an extremist. I'm learning this man. daily. Come man. on. Man. So, definitely, we are about to get into drinking. So, Phoenix, I need you to tell oh, about man. your worst drinking experience. What happened? How did it affect you? You know. All right. So... I'm trying to decide between which one of these motherfuckers was worse, but I'm just going to go with the one that I told you earlier. Okay. Um, now, now, before we begin, this is why Phoenix went cold turkey. So this is definitely something about, like, this is definitely something to listen to because this, <laughs> for you to completely stop, like there was on. there was no AA meeting and I, I'm not knocking <laughs> nothing but I'm just saying it it shook me to my motherfucking core type shit I'm just like wow so um there was one point in my life uh where I was getting blacked out drunk all the time just just incredibly faded I would say it was for no reason but I was definitely trying to cope with some things that I hadn't dealt with. So, it was uh, unhealthy coping, to say the least. So, I used to get blacked out drunk. And I had this one, we'll call him a friend, even though that's a very <laughs> honorable title for this <laughs> motherfucker. Um, that I used to call when I would get too fucked up to be able to get home. And he would come pick me up. And he was just, you know, he he was a kind of, kind of a sleazeball. So, um... <coughs> This guy on this particular night, I had gone to Dublin's downtown, and I had a drink. I let somebody else buy me a drink. When he left, I let somebody else buy me a drink. And I was fucked up, man. I I had gone to Dublin's after I got off of work, so I hadn't eaten my entire shift. I had barely had any water all day, man, and I was working hard. So I was fucked up. (laughs) I was fucked up, man, and walked out. I clumsily and sloppily stumbled over to the bartender and slid in my number, like, call me. Like, bitch, what? <laughs> Nobody's calling me. So I fucking get into the, 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 the we'll call him Uber. Uh, I got into Shit. Uber's car, and um, Man, I feel my stomach just start, like, screaming, like, ha bitch. <laughs> what the fuck you thought was going to happen? <laughs> Man, so... I end up to let it, let's say, pull over, bam. Pull over. This fool 
meanwhile, he's trying to still kiss up on me. He's he's still trying to be intimate while I'm clearly physically sick, like, and clearly in a bad place just mentally if I'm going to be this fucked up. What the hell? So I pull over. I stumble out the car and throw up. Get I get it on myself. I realize that I'm about to piss my pants. I pull my pants down right ass there. I'm, like, trying to hold on to the car. I'm falling backwards into the fucking piss and pissing on myself, dude. It's just a mess. Yo. Like, I'm, I, I'm, like, spinning. I can't really fucking get my balance. And it's just, like, imagine being out of control drunk like that, just, like, falling over drunk. And it's, like, fuck, fuck I'm covered in my own piss and vomit and, like... <laughs> I can't even fucking get up right now. I'm trying to pull no, my pants dude. up so I can ask this guy to even come help me up. Because I don't want him to come help me with my fucking ass hanging out. <laughs> Fool, it was such a task. So, long story short, I get back into the car. This fool still trying to kiss up on me. I haven't washed my mouth out or anything. I'm like, stop, please, just take me fucking home, bro. Gert, my gert. Just, just, just <laughs> what a fucking sleaze. Like, oh my fucking God. So I get back to my house, and I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm trying to clean myself off the best I can. I'm trying to drink some type of fucking water. And I get a call at 3 a.m. from the fucking bartender's girlfriend. What? Like, just talking about yeah. some whole other shit, man. That some whole... fancy number. Man, <laughs> that was so uh, classily written by myself <laughs> and delivered with such grace. Bro, like, oh yeah. my god, I was such a mess, and I woke up next morning still slightly covered, like, still in the in the same clothes, because I washed my face, but I didn't have the fucking ability to change my fucking clothes. I'm still crusted in my own vomit, Ugh. and I'm like, dude, I had the worst hangover. I'm like, what the fuck is this, dude? I still remember slightly the, the conversation with the girls, the night at the bar, the guy trying to kiss up on me, and I'm like, dude... I cannot do this with my life anymore. Like, I, I literally can't. This is not how I want to be seen. Like, I don't have any fucking respect for myself because of what I'm doing. Like, this is insane. So I just stopped drinking. And, like, Damn. way after I stopped drinking, like, I'll have, like, you know, some wine here and there, maybe even a, a mixed drink. But, bro, I can have, like, one and that's it. And, like, I know Whoa. now. I know, I know now. But, man... Before, I used to just not give a fuck, and I did not know my limits. I put myself in so much unnecessary danger and so many predicaments where I could have, like, been killed or robbed or so many different things, you know what I mean? Like, just for being fucked up and things. It's no joke. It's not, man. It's not a joke. Like, that shit's crazy. Like, I mean, I've never had an experience to where it was, like, I'm never drinking again. <laughs> it may have been for that day, but like, I mean, my mom's, my family function down was like, I can't, nah, I'm not going to drink without eating no more. Like, <laughs> my mom had made this jalapeno margarita and that Ooh. shit was, it was slapping. It was, it was fiery, a little spicy, but <laughs> I hadn't eaten or nothing. Yeah. So I was two cups. Ooh. Two cups in, I was fucking faded <laughs> around my family. Yeah. Like, 
showing my ass. <laughs> Yo, that shit was no joke. My mom, I threw up. I, it was an all-white party, so I threw up on my shit. Oh, on, on my no. shit. My mom had to throw all that shit away because I ain't watching no throw-up clothes. <laughs> that shit's not going to go down, so, you know. <laughs> we had to move on from that stage. And oh, the next my. day... I was sick as fuck, throwing up nothing but uh, my stomach. Like there was nothing coming out in that. Damn. It was ooh. just it was just nothing. So after that, I was like, all right, I'm never not gonna eat before I, I drink. But it wasn't it wasn't like I didn't want to drink again because I like the feeling. You know, the feeling is luscious yeah. when you do it right. Like when you gotta you be. You got to be in tune with your star player. Mm. Like, I don't want to get too fucked up now. Like, yeah. I don't want to know. I, I want to know where I'm at. I want to know who got me. It depends on the people that's around exactly. me, too. Like, I, I've had some very trusting people. Like, yeah. like I was telling you on the homie's birthday, like, that shit was, <laughs> that shit was crazy. Like, I, <laughs> I, I was doing just a whole bunch too much. <laughs> I was just doing too much. It was Henny and Goose involved. And oh, my God, man. I burnt my lip with the damn blunt <laughs> and shit. I'm like, nah, man. This is not This is not it. This isn't it. Pissed on myself. It's in the, in the back of somebody's car. Like, oh, duck, man. What is going on? It was just a whole thing. I'm like, crying all over. <laughs> I thought it was going to be good. Like, oh, my God. That shit was no joke. Like, But oh, the shit. homies, they carried me upstairs, and I still got one of them homies, you know, loyal to the end. Shout out to my partner. That's my what's business up. business partner. That's what's you up. Know? So I'm definitely happy about that outcome. You know, I am who I am right now. And I do shit in moderation. Like, you you just, you do, you have to do too much of one thing to know exactly. that you can't do shit like that no more. So, you know, everybody gets their experience. You know, you hear what's going on. It's mm-hmm. just like your parents telling you something exactly. about what they do. You still going to do <laughs> exactly. that shit. So, exactly. you know, we not telling nobody or forcing nobody. We just want to express how we feel, how what has happened to us in our experiences. Because and I've been through something similar. Allow me to share some wisdom as you're obviously going to do what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, just like, <clears throat> want you to be conscious, want you to be careful, always make sure you're taking care of yourself. Just make sure you're taking care of yourself. That's the main thing. Find balance yes. in everything that you do. So, I think also, like, you're saying moderation is, and I think that's so important, you know, like, because from the time I started drinking to the time when I said I'm not drinking anymore, which is like some years, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know any type of limits. I didn't know Mm. really how much I could take. You know what I mean? I used to really just just drink to get fucked up. So I didn't know, you know what I mean, like what I could handle. And it took for me to realize that that's not okay. Yeah. For me to be like, all right, I'm not going to fucking drink ever (laughs) again. And then be like, all right, I don't have to be extreme that way either. And I could just have like a glass of wine if that's what the situation calls for. Or one mixed drink and sip that hoe. Because that's all my monkey motherfucking ass can handle at this point, honestly. Like, I I lost my tolerance for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ups and downs in that. What was your first drink? My first drink was a shot of gin. 
No, no, my first drink was a four loco followed by eight shots of gin. Right, and, and that's how I started drinking. And I was extreme mm. like that. And I got alcohol poisoned the first time I drank, no, man. I was yeah. fucked, bro. I was blacked out. Drunk. Oh, fucked up, man. That shit was crazy. <laughs> Talk about before Dead. I drank, I told this one girl who was there. Because I kind of had a crush on her on my look. All right. I need you to not judge me if you see me <laughs> doing anything crazy. You know mm. what I mean? Because... I don't want you to look at me any type of way, you know what yeah. I mean? But this is my first time drinking, so if I do end up being crazy, just take me aside and tell me <laughs> so I can chill. Yeah. Uh, it was past that point. By the time I blacked in and I saw her, like, look, she had me by my face, and I'm like, are you an angel? It's like alcohol, <laughs> just like, bro, just, uh, just, just like alcohol breath all in her face, like, fucking, uh, and she's like, oh my God, bitch, like, look, now you told me to tell you <laughs> if you got too wild mm-hmm. now you need to sit your ass in here <laughs> and go to sleep and I'm gonna come Man. check on you bro I did not listen for shit I, I fought my way out until they let me out They're kindergarten like, kid bro I, <laughs> I was fucking drinking out of somebody's gallon of milk the dude looked over from throwing dice like get your nasty ass lips <laughs> off my milk uh, bro, I'm fucking dancing against the refrigerator and shit. I remember falling into a wall, seeing pictures of myself oh, the next day looking right, fucked yeah. up. Like, who's this nasty ass bitch? Oh my god, that's me. Like, <laughs> no. That's the suck. Like, no. I've always not wanted those times in my life. Like, don't catch me doing shit. MySpace, man. MySpace no. pictures, man. Fuck. Man, <laughs> that shit'll haunt you, man. <clears throat> Alright, so now we on to energy. Yes. So, I feel like... How did you even learn that you had a need to have energetic limits? Like, like what was the situation that let you know, okay, hold on. Someone's gotta give. Yeah, okay. So, that actually happened really recently in my life. Hmm. And it was a fight against my brother, my middle brother. And um, all my life I've been, you know, quiet about certain things. I, I, I don't really like confrontation because of the what can happen during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, people hurt people just because they feel like this is the moment <laughs> and this is what I want to do right now. Yeah. So, I mean, it was stupid. It was a stupid fight. And it was retrograde. And I told him prior to that argument that, I can't, we can't be arguing, it has to be a smooth day, like, I can't be out here, you know, going back and forth, like, and he's like, okay, but I kind of sensed that he wasn't really, you know, he didn't really care about the fact that it's retrograde, because he's not that in tune with that, so, you know, we're in the car, we're listening to my music, and, you know, I'm cool, and, you know, he he's like like let me let me play something on the on the uh the axe yeah pass me the axe yeah and it's his car so I'm like yeah like you know I'm a little sensitive about the ox sometimes I can't even lie but <laughs> I was like you about to play some trash but I was playing <laughs> I wasn't even trying to be like you know yeah he's just joking around yeah I feel and you. he took it to the heart and he was like trash why all my music gotta be trash. <laughs> And he's like, oh, what, what, if, what if I told you some of the music that you listen to is trash, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen to your music, bro. <laughs> and 
and then I'm like, I, I get my headphones out, like, oh, I just want to listen to my music. He's like, no, nah, you put your headphones out. Like, he, like, yanks them away from me. So now this is this is getting to a point where you penetrating my yeah. natural ability to want to diffuse the situation. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's turning into a, a pretty vindictive person right now. So we're in the car, and he's like, I'm like, I'm rolling the window down. Like, I'm I'm done talking now. Like, after a certain point, I just stopped talking. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> he, like, rolls the windows up and shit. He's like, no, you, you can't roll the windows down. And I'm like, what the fuck? So he, I'm like, let me get out the car. Like, let me go back to the house, and, and me and the moms, you know, we just leave. And he's like, no. And then I'm like, what the fuck? So this nigga turns the corner, and and we start bickering, going back and forth again. And I'm like, fuck, like, pull over, bro. And then he's like, you want to fight? You want to fight? Talking about fighting and shit. So my little brother, he's like, yo, this is not you. Just stop. Like, walk away, walk away. And so he's actually in my face trying to bring me back to what my energy is. And that's, you know, chill. Like, leave me alone if I say so. So he's like, yo, you don't need to be doing this. Like, let's just walk back home. So we start walking, and he's still trying to fight me. So he get in the car, meet us back at the house. So we trying to get in the car and shit, and he's in my face like, talk to me, talk to me. I'm like, bro, let me just talk to you another day. Like, I'm being calm as fuck about this situation. And so he starts pushing me, and he pushed me on the ground. So I got up, and I just swung back at him. And, like, we start fighting for a second, and now I'm pissed. Like, I just told you, like, leave me alone. So those, that energy field and my energy field didn't mesh. But it was like, something's got to give. Like, I'm not finna sit here and let you run over me because that's how I've been my whole life. Like, I'm not finna sit here and just allow you to be like, you need to, you got to. You, like, nah, man. Like, we, if we gonna work together, you do on your terms, I do on my terms, and we come together when it's time. Like, energy ha- energy is like, but when you put certain things out in the universe, that's why it's so important what you say, what you do, and what you write. Because when you put that stuff out in the universe, it comes back in that form. It comes back in the form of your energy. So, like... That was one of those times where I was just like, I'm not finna let you run over me. You better speak, man. You better speak, for real. And those energetic boundaries are probably one of the most important things that we're not taught. Like, aside from self-love, having that energetic boundary is so fucking key because... A lot of times, oh, I found what I was going to say earlier. You see how I come back when yeah, it needs to? All right. So a lot of times, like, you don't even know. Like, what if, because, you know, we see with our fucking eyes most of the time. What if, for example, we're going to say Susie. Fuck that crazy ass Caucasian name. We're going to say a different name. We're going to say fucking Juanita. So Juanita. That's my girlfriend. <laughs> I didn't even fucking remember that. That's crazy. What did I think her name was? I'm sorry, bro. Um, we're not going to say Juanita, but we're going to say... Okay, look, 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 look. We're going to say... Um, Frene- 
Frida? Yeah. All right, fuck it. Frida. Frida. We got to edit that. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's fucked up right there. Now, Frida has one sister and two brothers. She lives with her mom and her, her stepdad. Okay. So, that's her physical family. Spiritually, the fucking vessel that lives inside this meat and fucking skeleton... So- the the soul, her soul and her mom's soul have been fucking death enemies for centuries type right, shit. Right. Centuries. Right. Her sister has been jealous of her soul for centuries. Right, her brothers, man. her brother's been trying to fuck her over for centuries. But her stepdad, the one who's not related to her, has been on her side for mm-hmm. lifetimes and lifetimes. Yeah, do you shit? So, so do you see? You see, it's like. We, we don't even realize uh, that we should put fucking energetic boundaries on these people because it's like, oh, it's my mom or it's exactly. this. But it's like, nigga, I don't give a fuck if it's your mama like that. Like, what? Oh, this this is a lesson that you have to. That's why your mama's here in your face again right now because you obviously, both of y'all haven't learned this shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. fucking mirrors. And it's crazy that you the people that you come from can't, accept that sometimes like they can't accept the fact that they're the wrong ones and it it just comes down to the fact like what if everything you thought was wrong was right it comes down to that like that's it it's critical because our parents grew up thinking in one way all this time but they they had us at young ages honestly and they had us in a very pivotal time in history to where there was, like, it, it was transitioning. For, well, at least my, um, like, I know how old your parents are, but it's probably about the same generation. Fucking, my mom is uh, 74. 74? My dad's 72. My dad's um, 50-something. But um, just growing up in the, in the the 60s, you know what I mean, the 70s and shit, I think I was like a, I think I was a psychedelic era kid, like. For sure, for sure. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling like that was like the last life I just came out of. Like, because I'm so in tune <clears throat> with all that shit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but like, they're going through that period of where everything's like. Like, pro- there's so much fucking propaganda, there's so much new technology coming out, you know what I mean? And is the civil rights movement and there's you know people are trying to get you know restitution for what's happened and there's people trying to make everyone else forget at the same time you know what I mean like the media is going crazy so like there's a lot of changes going on like in America at that time and they're like just trying to figure out a fucking way to survive you know what I mean it was basically survival mode you know what I mean get a house Get a job, yep. get married, like 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 go to school, but like, bro. And so they were wired a certain way, and that's why they're being our ass. Like, go to school, get a job, like do this so you can secure yourself, because that's all they fucking know. It's what's been instilled into them, you know what I mean? And so it's so crazy for them when they have kids who are artists and free spirits and entrepreneurs, because they're like, I don't give a fuck about any of that. What do you have to fall back on? Right. And and it makes us kind of like lose confidence in ourselves almost because it's like no i'm not gonna stop until i get this done like that's not there's no i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna die trying like that's it man just because and it it feels like just because they didn't do it it seems like a 
you know, why? And it's almost why like they do you don't, get to do it? Exactly. Like, they don't want you to because I didn't get to. Like, yeah. subconsciously, on the on the craziest, smallest level, like, like well, I want to do it first even type shit. Like, this is not fair type shit. Oh, God. Like, like why? Why? <laughs> why is unconditional love so hard? Bro. And like I said, man, be your own family sometimes. That's that's some motherfuckers. Come on, man. And I seen that shit at an early age. I seen it too young to even deny it. Like, I've seen family just be like, you know, this is the way the world works. So you got to be prepared for that shit. So you telling me this is not what I thought when I was young. I just was timid and just, you know, got overshadowed. But I'm thinking like, you with <coughs> how you were thinking when you're a little um your limits when you're a little them telling you that this is the way the world is yeah so basically you want me to treat you like I'm going to have to treat the world but not really because right. I'm still the kid right but you're <laughs> trying to put label different labels that contradict each other they don't, they're not going to go together you either want me to grow up or you want me to be your baby yo can i be frank about some shit <coughs> of course this is what we do here at the crew man this is some this is some real life literal long-term side effects of slavery because when the first (coughs) rounds of slaves were brought over here they were domesticated and trained and taught as little language as you know needed to understand commands and shit like that started teaching them these this crazy form of Christianity that God wanted them to fucking be here on the plantations as slaves, you know what I mean? Was punishing them type shit, crazy shit, you know what I mean? But the sec when 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 later, you know, slaves were brought over, it was the first rounds of slaves who would then domesticate the next ones, mm. and would talk to them like like mm. like you you bitch and you nigger all the same shit that we call each other today, right? Same shit. That's what I was talking about. Generational curses. Bro. You gotta start breaking that shit. Doing the same shit. I'm yeah, my me and my best friend, she gonna she gonna come out here uh Thanksgiving, but like we was just talking about that. She was telling me a uh um uh, uh experience she had with a dude from Dallas and he was talking to her about, you know, the slaves and how the slaves came over here. And things like that. And, you know, I'm not even going to lie. Like, a lot of times, I don't really resonate. Like, I can't relate with that. Like, that part of it. Because I don't know it. So, Watch Goodbye, Uncle Tom. You said what now? Watch Goodbye, Uncle Tom. Yeah, he was telling me about that (laughs) shit. Man, but, like, I've seen, like, a lot of it. Like, I've seen a lot of it that happened. I just want to, like, trace my history because when I was younger my godmom she had said some shit to me like because my godmom's side of the family they had real slaves in their family and so she told me that my family were house slaves because of the color of our skin and I was just like that stuck with me because it's kind of like how could you predict that yeah 
So, uh, I mean, like, a label being thrown on you, that yeah. shit is it's tough. It's tough, especially when you're a kid and these are the people that you look up to. Exactly. And that's what they believe in. It's it. Because it, you can see when someone believes firmly in something, it's like a block and a blinder and they can't see past it. It's crazy. Exactly. And you can see it almost physically, like, like yo, you look like you have a glazed over look in your motherfucking Ooh, eyes type shit. Bro, that should be real, like. That's even, that's even like, <clears throat> when I was listening to Outwitting the Devil, it's so fucking Such crazy how, how how the devil works. Yeah. And, it, and you can see it throughout your whole family, yeah. throughout everything that's happened. What they feel like, what they believe because certain things happen in their life. Like, mm -hmm. it's a bunch of stuff, like. And the thing is, like I was telling you earlier about the past being the future, like they'll they'll decide that, oh, this is why this is happening and they'll speak it, they'll proclaim it, they'll believe it, and so it'll keep happening like that. Exactly. Like, Don't you repeat that shit yo, that shit happens <laughs> ten times out of ten. Yo. Ten out times ten. out of ten. <laughs> or your we limits. Um man. I man, stories for days, man. Stories for days. I just got one. Like Go ahead. I just got one. It was this one time I felt like I'll never smoke weed again. Like <laughs> I swear to you, like I know I've never felt like that. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I smoked for the first time with my pops. That's like my stud my stud pops. So like I smoked for the first time with her. Bruh. White out, I had a white out, not even a blackout, bro. Everything was bright as fuck, like all the lights. I couldn't even when I walked outside, I almost fainted, bro. I was like, off some weed, my nigga. Like, what the fuck did you do to this shit? Like, I was like, what? Did, I asked her, like, what did you do to this shit? She was like, nigga, that's just the price of fucking weed, like. Come on, man. Like, you not a smoker if you can't, if you feeling like this. I'm fucking and, done. And you I was like, shit like that. bro, I was like, hey, that's true. My pop, she will keep it real with a nigga on G, like a thousand, complete. She don't I care who you shit. are. That's like, amazing. Hell yeah. That was, the, <laughs> that was the time. I was like, I don't know what that was, but I'm going to keep smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I almost choked right now. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> But nigga, I was like, damn, I ain't never felt like that. Like, I, I'm just like, I hope that shit never happened again. But, you know, it hasn't, you know, it yeah. hasn't. So I'm just like, yo, if you ever feel like you about to black out, sit your ass down. Yes, get some air, some water, please. Please. Know your limits yes. in this shit. Know it. And if you're a first-time smoker, do not hit that shit like you've been smoking for years. If you're a first-time edible user. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She look, 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 look. Don't leave me hanging, man. Don't leave me hanging. Look. Now, now, I have worked in the cannabis industry for years, okay? And I have experience with many of edible. I've heard many experience and... I've had experiences with my parents. Um, wow. So, look, you really need to know that weed and edibles, like smoking weed and eating edible are two different things. And even if you different smoke hella weed, I smoke hella weed. 
But my tolerance isn't what I thought it was for edibles. Mm. And I had to learn this the hard way, okay? Mm. Now, look. Yeah, um, it is. I think, too. I, I, I used to eat edibles, um, just, like, pop them, you know what I mean? And I guess I was so used to just being, like, fucking faded. You that talk about it like it's pills. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're just readily available to me because I had so many samples, bro. It's crazy. So I was just like, You uh-huh. were making them? I did make them, and I used some on Venice Beach, but I also had people bringing them into the shop, mm-hmm. and so there was always just samples, like, lying around, bro, yes. like, so... Yo, you need to get linked with Helena, bro, like, she grew two plants in her house, one in a tent and one in her closet, real. Like, the, the one in her closet was, like, five feet. Shut the I fuck swear. up. I swear, I seen her do it from bud to fucking five feet, bro. And then the one in the tent, that shit was looking milky as fuck, bro. Like, I'm telling you, gold crystals on, not gold crystals, but like, Chris, you know them crystals? Yeah, like, the trichomes. Man, bro. Hell she had that, yeah. but it was some niggas that she was living with. Fucked their shit up. Sabotaged it. Turned off the electricity. Like, didn't go tend to it. Couldn't water, at least water it for her. Like, some hating ass nigga. That's crazy. And, and, and one of the niggas, the nigga that helped me up, like, both of them, they used to be good friends, great friends, like, <clears> on <throat> G, like, but he ended up stealing her plant. You see, that's some shit that's just like, bro, you would never, like, you never have to do me like that. Like, what the fuck did you need to do me like that for? Like, and, that, and that's what she said. You needed some weed, you needed some money, like. That's the most humble, great hearted nigga I know like that nigga will just she'll do anything for you all, all you got to do is talk to her right but she's the most understanding person like you don't even have to go that route like that's how you know that that was on some malicious shit like I just want to fuck you over like I've been waiting for this shit right so I mean it ain't nothing to have her back like never she all the time she didn't have my back <laughs> Man, I dare somebody to run my nigga. Like, fuck, what? Nah, crazy. People be so bold, man. That's wild as fuck. Yeah, man. Especially because it's like, it's almost like I want to slap you twice because it's like you bitch ass nigga. Like, you didn't do it to no, like, like hood nigga who would shoot your ass. You did it to, like, a kind hearted person who you knew would forgive you. Right. Like, you mother, like, you bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that taking advantage. Nah, that's, nah, that's how you know some karma. Man, Man. Now, now, karma works differently based on your intention. It's not the action. It's the fucking intention with the action, yo. Now, now ooh, Speak that shit. Yo, you, you can't get shit. away from karma. Because, like, it's not like you're not watching yourself. It's not like you're not connected to a cloud. It's not like somewhere someone doesn't see what the fuck you're doing. Karma is real, and it's, it's it's not like an outside force is fucking with you. It's just your own echo coming back to hit you with a fucking wave that grew over the expanse of its travel and gained momentum and whacked your ass, Man, nigga. bro, speak that shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the realest I've ever heard it. Like, if you could put karma into something, you know that that shit is very real, and you know that... Because you've experienced it. Like, yeah. once you experience karma, you don't play with that bitch no more. No. You do no. not play with her no more. Because it's she like has a motive. Head. Yeah. She has a motive which you created. It's to teach. 
and and that's that, that's the part is that it's not malicious at all. It's just to no, teach your ass exactly, and to show you exactly exactly what you've done. Exactly. And and I'm a I'm gonna give you a very real example of that because when I first started this music, I was like excited. Like I'm about to get everything that I need. I'm about to you know everything's about to be lit. Like, mm-hmm. and I wasn't doing. I I I had got. I had got in my computer. I had got in my uh, <clears throat> my uh, keyboard. I had got in the mic and the mic stand and the little mic uh, divider thing. I mean, the um, what's that shit called? The the, um, the fucking uh, noise cancellation shit. I got all of that stuff. I was gonna call it a fucking crate. <laughs> I know what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, but I had gotten all of that stuff, and I wasn't doing exactly what I needed to be doing with it. Mm. My purpose it was to make music and to put it out there. I was doing both here and there, but I still wasn't doing it as much as I needed to. Right. So, being that my younger part of my life, I used to steal all the time. Candy, chips, all types of shit. Just like little shit. But coming from that standpoint, like way afterwards, I had gotten all that stuff stolen from me. I wasn't supposed to be where I was. I was supposed to be somewhere else. I had made up in my mind that I was going to go somewhere else. And then I just made a quick stop. And I was to the movies. And I had a subwoofer in the back of my my, uh, trunk. And I was just making music while I was sitting there before I went inside. And I had come out to, uh, to, um, I had come out from the movie. I don't know what I, what I came out for, but something just told me to like go out. So I went out there, all my shit was gone. My shit was laid on the fucking, uh, you know, this little armrest part in the middle. My papers was laid out right there. They took my backpack with all my weed in it, just bought some weed. Like, I'm like, damn, like, that shit not even fucking cool. Like, I started crying immediately. But, like, a few years later, matter of fact, last year before I graduated, um, we had to do this assignment. Yeah, we had to do this assignment where... We told the class about ourselves and, you know, how we got into music and how we came to the school. So I'm just like, this is re- this was really karma because I used to steal when I was younger. And now it came back, like, harder than I ever even really thought it would. Like, all that shit caught up to me in, one- in something that I really, really love, which made me start looking at karma like I need to start respecting you like I need to start respecting myself enough to make conscious decisions about what I'm doing and be able to do it with love instead of reaction because reaction is it just gets you more into your reaction it it connects to pettiness as well (laughs) so if you call yourself being petty then karma karma has enough an, 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 enough petty under her belt. Yeah. Yep. She will, more yeah. than me than your ass have. Trust and believe that. Believe it. It could be it's gonna be in the thing that you want and love. I'm telling you. 
it's going to come out that way. Yep. Yep. The exactly. thing that you love the most. The most, man. <laughs> that shit gonna be ripped right up. You could be getting a promotion and then something happened. Just because. And you have to really sit there with yourself and think and not go into a state of this shit is fucked up so much that you start packing on to your karma. Yeah, exactly. And and instead, you have to come from a mind state like, what did I do? Exactly. How did I create this? Yeah, man. For me, it was the fucking love of my life that got ripped from my shit, man. And I did it to my goddamn self. And that's what hurt the most. That's what made it the most difficult was to look at myself and realize... I did this and to forgive myself for it because I was dating my best friend and before him, I dated several just assholes, man. Just crazy, like the people I attracted to myself, the people (coughs) who I allowed to treat me the way that they did, you know, physically, mentally abusive, you know what I mean? The last guy... Before him had a fucking whole wife and kids that he lied to me about. The guy before that put me in the hospital a couple times. It was just crazy, Mm. crazy shit. And so I had like this crazy defense mechanism that I thought I needed. You know what I mean? So when I got with him, it went from being able to be free as like, you're my friend to, oh shit, now this is a new label. You know what I mean? Now I have to fucking protect myself because I don't want you to hurt me. And... I, I started, like, going back to my same thing, you know what I mean? I caught a red flag, and instead of being upfront about it, I started just always checking up on his phone type shit. I started making up shit in my head to look at his phone about, and I was just obsessed with the fact that this fool was going to cheat on me. And I was so obsessed with this, with this shit two years into our relationship, um... I'm really going through, I just lost my grandparents, and as as good of a person as he is, like, he really didn't know how to be there for me for that, and I don't blame him. He hadn't really gone through that, so, but, like, he didn't really know how to be there for me, so I felt like I was going through it on my own, and there's this guy at my job who is all types of fire energy, man, and I'm just attracted like a pig to shit to that, like, I don't know why, but, like, so... I ended up not, I didn't do anything with him, but I was damn near about to. I was at this fool's house at an inappropriate hour, but before I went, I was with my boyfriend, and I knew that I was about to get off the car, go in the house and change, and go meet up with the guy. And my intention was to have sex with the guy, even though I didn't. And, like, when I made the decision, before I got out of the car, I felt physically in my spirit, if that makes sense. Like, it was so heavy in my spirit that it felt physical. Like, I felt that too. It, 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 bro- it was something that fucking broke. And it was the craziest shit I ever felt. Like, it was, the, it was pain. Like, I started fucking panicking. I'm like, what just happened? Am I about to die? Because this shit is like a pain I've never felt before. Mm. Like... It's it's physical, but it's overwhelmingly emotional and, and spiritual. It's just it's just crazy, and and I I felt the consequence of my decision start there, mm. at the decision, and I went there, and we got right to the point, and I'm like, fuck, I I fucking can't do this. Like, 
like my bad bro like i wasted your time but like i i can't do this i don't even know why i'm here and he was he was cool about it but he was just like kind of annoyed which i understand it's like bitch what the fuck you know what i mean but like he was cool about it which i appreciate so i went back to my house and it was still eating at me so i ended up telling my boyfriend and this fool flipped shit like bitch all this time you've been saying i'm finna cheat and you right here you right here and i'm like i've never even done this type of shit before like i don't know what but i'm i just want you to know like i don't i'm sorry like this is not me and i obviously don't want you to be you know angry at me but however you feel however you feel i just want you to know the truth because i care about you like it didn't even happen, but this is, you know. I, I could see how he couldn't believe none of that shit. No, of course, of course. And, like, it sounds, even saying it now, I'm like, that shit sounds fishy as fuck. But, <laughs> I mean, like, there's no reason. If I'm going to tell any part of the truth, you know what I mean? Like, why would I, you know what I mean? Like, because he, he didn't catch me. I came out and told yeah. him. So, it's like. I mean, that's that's better. It depends on the person that's dealing with that hurt, though. And I think also he, he doesn't understand like what kind of person I really am type shit. He had an idea of who I was, but like for me, like I'm gonna fucking tell you at all times. Like if I have any type of problem with you, immediately you gonna know because I don't want to hold that shit in. I don't want to deal with that shit because anger doesn't sit well with me. I'd be physically hurting because yeah. of anger. You know what I mean? I'd be yeah. physically hurting because of deceit and shit like that. So mm-hmm. it's like let me just get this off my chest. Yeah, that but, should be real. But not everyone's like that, you know what I mean? And I learned that shit the hard way. But anyway, so after that, let's just say it was a roller coaster of me feeling all the same effects of what I had put him through. Our entire relationship just compounded. And this fool just like had at me type shit. Like really had at me. And I'm not sure if it was subconscious or what, but it it, it was the worst type of pain watching something that you love the most slip away from you due to your own consequence. And no matter what I did, no matter how I tried to show him and be like, you know what, it doesn't matter what you do, I'm going to be right here and I'm willing to work it out. Like, whatever you want, the password to my phone, like you want me to delete my snap, or whatever you need me to do, this is not a game. I love you and I'm sorry, like mm-hmm. for real. You know what I mean? And it didn't matter. <laughs> It didn't yeah. fucking matter, bro. Like, it didn't matter. And this fool, he, he never was able to forgive me for that. He was always insecure after that about the different people I would deal with. And it just became too much. And I started dealing with an insecure man the way I had been insecure our entire relationship. And I did it to myself. And it was just insane to fight against karma like that and, and try in vain mm. to to eradicate it you know what Jeez. i mean like i refuse to <laughs> let this go you can't take this from me and mm. like bitch watch <laughs> you know oh what i mean God. so like literally yes there's forgiveness but there's also consequences that are inevitable that come from your fucking decisions like there's mercy there's forgiveness cool but you still have to fucking deal with what you do man so know know your fucking limits of what like your relationship can handle of of what your self-respect is of of you know what your respect for your spouse is because it's like damn like if it's that easy to just get you away from your man you know what i mean 
or get you away from your partner. It's like, what the fuck are you doing in a relationship? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had to really understand that I had to make limits with myself to love myself, man, and make that the fucking standard, the boundary, the limit that before before I fucking truly like know what that means, let me just chill on people. <laughs> like, cause it's not fair to, to anybody. Know you, man. Get to know yourself. Got to. But, yeah, man, we're going to slice this. Slicing the two? Yeah. All right, for sure. Part two coming soon, motherfuckers. Soon. And let us know what you think about your limits and... Definitely. Yeah, how you fucking... uh, Relate. Yeah, man. What are you going through right now that's testing your limits or... Resetting your shit, letting you recalibrate a little bit. Yeah, this has been Onyx. We appreciate y'all tuning in again later on. Boys only. Ouchie.